0: We can all have a bit of a tendency to put our heads in the sand and hope that the big issues of our day will just go away. In 1997, there was a man called Wayne Roth of Pittston, Pennsylvania, and he was bitten by a cobra snake that belonged to his friend Roger. He'd reached into the tank to pick up the poisonous snake and he said, I don't need to go to hospital. I'm a man, I can handle it. Instead, the pair on Wayne's suggestion went to the local bar and proved what men they were by sinking several pints of beer and boasting to everyone that came in about the bite. And then promptly, Wayne died about an hour later. Cobra venom, it seems, is a toxin which takes several hours to attack the central nervous system. Ignoring it and drinking a lot of beer, for some reason, doesn't solve the problem. Now, I don't know about you, but the truth about me is that I do need help. I need help with the patterns of behaviour in my life that are detrimental to others. I need help with my selfishness. I need help with the anxiety and fear i feel in a time like this and in the bible in revelation chapter 21 verse 5 the bible says that he who sat upon the throne said behold i make all things new and he also said write this down for these words are trustworthy and true god says behold i make all things new and he emphasizes the certainty of that possibility of everything being new by sitting on a throne, the throne of the universe when he says it, and by asking for it to be written down to prove that those words are trustworthy and true. In other words, the God of the universe, the God who made everything we see around us, wants us to read a verse like that and to be sure. He wants us to have assurance that no matter how much evil and suffering, how much futility we see around us, how much discouragement, how much depression, he can and will make all things new. No matter how much of a failure we may feel, however much we've messed up, or sense that we're beyond redemption, or that our lives aren't worth living. The God of the universe who is on the throne, who has authority over everything, it is him who says, you can be new. A while ago, a friend of mine was helping run a youth group, and there was a particularly withdrawn girl in this group. This girl never joined in with any discussion. She only ever shrugged and gave monosyllabic answers. And yet she kept showing up week after week. One day the group went together to a large conference and in the evening there was amazing music. There were thousands of people there and a huge stage. And a speaker was speaking and he said that he was gonna make an illustration and call a volunteer out of the crowd. And out of that whole crowd, he picked this one girl. Now, my friend was really worried, how was this girl going to react? The speaker had been talking about the value of our lives and however much we go wrong, that there is nothing that can ultimately take away that intrinsic value of our lives. And he was then talking about how Jesus, in his death on the cross, paid the ultimate price for the most ultimately valuable thing you and I and he said in order to illustrate this see this piece of paper and he got some mud out and he wiped it on the paper and then he put the paper on the ground and he and he stamped on it and he said to the girl that he'd called out would you like to have this piece of paper and she sort of shrugged and he uh, he gave it to her anyway and said you keep it hold it up in front of the camera she held it up And it was a £50 note. Everyone leaned forward in their seat. They knew that stamping on it, putting mud on it, did not reduce the value of it. Afterwards, this girl just took this £50 note back down and she sat with my friend for a while. And my friend said, what was happening there? How how are you doing? And the girl said, well, you may have noticed that I don't join in very much with youth group. My friend said, yeah, I have noticed that. She said, well, a while ago, I sold myself for £50. I had sex with someone for £50. And I knew that what I'd done was so awful, was so terrible that I could never be forgiven. But tonight... That man called me out of a crowd and through him, God gave me that 50 pounds back. And he told me that whatever I'd done could not take away my intrinsic value and that Jesus had paid it all. The God who made the universe is the one who says, I will make all things new and I can make all things new. But how does he do do it? In another place, in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, it says, I am a new creation. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Anyone who's in Christ can be a new creation. That isn't something we can do for ourselves. It's something Jesus does for us. We've placed the, ourselves at the centre of our own world and then we turn to him. The reality is that when that happens, a new creation comes about. The old is gone, the new has come. A friend of mine is called Tom Terrence. He was born and raised in Mobile, Alabama during the years of racial segregation and he bitterly opposed any move towards racial equality in the 1960s. He mostly directed his hatred at Jews and communists. He thought they were in a plot against America to bring down America. And as a young man in his early 20s, Tom tarrant aligned himself with someone called Sam Bowers, a man who was later convicted for his part in the murder of three civil rights workers in Philadelphia, um, Mississippi. And their stories in the movie Mississippi Burning. The FBI referred to Bowers's group as the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, the most violent right-wing terrorist group in America. And Tom Terrence was an operative for this group. And he was involved in the bombings of synagogues and churches and homes before one day being apprehended in Meridan, Mississippi. In the shootout that happened between Terrence and law enforcement officers, Terence's female accomplice was killed and he was shot 19 times, almost ending his life. After months of recovery, Tom Terence began a 30-year sentence in the Mississippi State Penitentiary. And this is one of the most volatile prisons in the nation, and, and it was at the time. He escaped shortly after being incarcerated. He, he recruited others to join the clan but found himself apprehended in yet another shootout that took the life of another accomplice. Tom Terence was then imprisoned again and his only diversion from prison life was to retreat into reading. And he asked for different books from the prison library. He asked for Mein Kampf, Hitler's book, and he read it in one day. And then one day he picked up the Bible and he read the words, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Alone in his cell, Tom Terrence gave his life to Jesus he renounced racism and hatred and he committed his life to service of Christ and mankind and he actually started a prayer meeting with a member of the Black Panthers who was in the same prison and also a new Christian. Now when Edgar Hoover at the FBI headquarters heard of this conversion he thought it was a ploy so he sent down the FBI agent who'd overseen Terence's arrest to investigate The man was amazed by the change that he saw in Tom and as a result of that interview he too became a Christian. This FBI agent and his wife along with others who'd been the targets of his hatred were then instrumental in speaking up for Tom Tarrants in his parole hearing. Tom Terence found the God who was worthy of worship. He surrendered his life to him and his hatred and his purpose of life of hatred was taken away by Jesus. The new coming, the old going in us makes that promise of redemption bigger than any individual yes it means that yours and my life can be changed by Jesus but this is also hope for the world a hope for intractable problems like racism like slavery like poverty like climate change the God who changes the human heart who can say the old is gone the new is come A paper called The Future of Urban Consumption in a 1.5 degree centigrade world was published in June 2019. It was a paper produced in partnership with Arup and the University of Leeds and it looked at um, urban consumption based emissions saying they needed to be cut by at least 50% by 2030 in order to have that possibility of keeping global temperature rise below 1.5 degrees centigrade. In simple terms, it seems if climate change is the symptom, consumer culture is the disease. The report makes clear that a lot of the blame for our warming of the planet planet, suggests that it is a, a serious moral question of our day. To save the planet, humankind needs to rapidly reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. But where should we be doing that from? What would make the biggest difference? And what the paper says is that measuring blame, looking at blame, misses misses something crucial, us as people. You see journalists and environmentalists often ask the question, looking at sectors of the global economy that contribute to global warming. Researchers do that and tilt the blame away from businesses per se or technocratic institutions and now towards a different villain, us. Climate change is a moral question. But from where can change come for the human heart? Is there an agency outside of ourselves able to challenge our selfishness, empower us to change, to be transformed, to deny ourselves? Has there ever been a power or a message that has taken roots in hearts and minds before? The answer to that question is yes. The God who can make us a new creation as we worship and welcome him into our lives makes that transformation happen. In the early centuries of the church, the acceptance of women, the rescuing of slaves and unwanted babies, the service of those um, afflicted by plagues, turned the roman world upside down christ's transformation of a heart had a huge corporate impact something similar happened here in the uk when john wesley preached the gospel in the 18th century and a nation turns towards jesus in the second world war we saw something similar on the 23rd of may 1940 george the asked that a day being set aside as a national day of prayer Late on the Saturday evening, a military decision was taken to evacuate as many as possible of the Allied forces. And on the Sunday, the nation were to devote itself to prayer in an unprecedented way. Eyewitnesses and photographs confirm overflowing congregations in places of worship, people queuing up outside cathedrals to pray. The same day, an urgent request went out for boats of all sizes and shapes to cross the English Channel, to rescue the besieged army that would ultimately mean 800 vessels um, went to France. And in a decision that infuriated his generals and still baffles historians, Hitler ordered his own army to halt. Had they continued the fight, the destruction of the Allied forces would have been inevitable and the war would have taken a totally different path. But for three days, German tanks and soldiers stood idle whilst that evacuation unfolded. Not only that, but bad weather on the Tuesday grounded the Luftwaffe, allowing Allied soldiers to march unhindered onto the beach. And by the time the German army was finally ordered to renew its attack, over 338,000 troops had been rescued from the beaches of France. Through prayer, through Christ, God changes hearts. The Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. God can change hearts and through that, he can change situations. God can make things new. He can transform our world and he can transform us. If you will turn to Christ, you can be in Christ so that through his crucifixion, your sins are forgiven, the old can be gone, then you can come, you can be a new creation in him. That means a fresh start, a clean page, a new beginning in your life, so that the you that makes you you is now in Christ, Fear and guilt, that feeling of things not being quite right, lifted. The power to live differently, to turn away from evil, to seek restoration in broken relationships, to have the power to forgive those who've hurt you. Jesus offers you this, so why not turn to him today? Why not be a part of a movement of seeing a transformation away from selfishness towards him behold god says on his throne i make all things new and through us might that be true in christ in this world why not turn to him today why not invite him into your life today